Good morning, everyone. This is Megan Moore. And I'm Gloria Rogers. And this is the Public Health is Essential podcast from the Washington State Public Health Association. Welcome to the fifth week of the Washington State legislative process. Today is the 30th day of session, making it the middle point, the exact middle point. Can you believe that we only have one more month before this whole thing starts to finish up? No. (laughs) Really, there's only one month left to finish the second half of session? Yep. And now we're moving at supercharged pace from here on out. Each cutoff coming up is only between five to 10 days. So it is going to move super fast. Remember that our listeners can find the cutoff calendar on the LEGE website, leg.wa.gov, but we'll also put the calendar in the episode notes today. Wow. But we just had a big cutoff yesterday, right? Are there still a lot of bills moving forward? Yeah, you're right. You're right. We did have a big cutoff yesterday, which was all the bills coming out of their fiscal committees. Both Senate Ways and Means and House Appropriations had some very long hearings over the weekend. And yesterday, Saturday was a full day of hearings, like all day long. But even after all those hearings, a lot of bills didn't make the cutoff. It's still unclear how many that was because it just happened yesterday. So we haven't had the chance to count up how many died. Um, Now all the bills that passed are moving through rules, which we talked about last week, and then they're going to the floor. The next cutoff is February 13th, which means that bills need to get first pulled from rules, then have a hearing on the floor and then have a vote by February 13th, or they're not going to make it through. Wow. I know you've talked about the floor a little bit, but I really still don't understand how we watch Mm -hmm. that. Is it on TVW? Yeah, you're totally right. To be kind of confused about this, following bills on the floor is complicated. And yes, you can watch it all on TVW. If you go on TVW, it'll say House floor action or Senate floor action. But it is hard to find which bills are actually on the floor and being debated at that time. So you can go to the front page of the ledge website. It'll say head to the floor, head to the Senate, right at the top of the page. And you will see a whole list of bills there. The whole list of bills is everything that is, quote, on the floor, but it's not actually the order that they're going in. So they just pull, it's not random, but to us, it does feel like they're pulling the bills randomly off of the list. The way that they're choosing bills is political and also it's based off of like how much time they're going to take. So all suggested changes, which are called amendments, they're all up for debate. Any legislator can suggest an amendment And each legislator has three minutes to speak to each change. So let's say, for example, there is a bill in the House on the floor. It has, let's say there's 10 proposed amendments, proposed changes. Let's say that all 98 representatives took their three minutes, which is totally theoretical. Like that would never happen. (laughs) But say that it did, they all spoke for three minutes on each of those 10 changes, this bill would technically take 49 hours to debate. Wow. <laughs> they would never allow a bill that was going to take 49 hours to debate. Um, go, get onto the floor. 
Yeah. Holy cow. How do they even do that? Well, as you can imagine, they take the conversation behind the scenes. They debate proposed changes in their caucuses. Their caucuses are like, they have the Republican caucus, the Democratic caucus, but they also have subgroups like the People Color Caucus and the um, Freedom Caucus. So there's different subgroups as well. They sort of determine as a group their opinion, and then they have one spokesperson speak to that opinion on the floor. That's how they really cut down on the time. So a lot of the decisions are done in caucus behind the scenes before the bill gets to the floor. Not only would 49 hours just suck up all the time that we have on the floor, it would also make it look like they didn't have their act together. So they're not going to let that happen. Well, that's a good point. I didn't realize so much went on behind the scenes. Um, So is there any public hearings on the floor? No, there's no public hearings. This is the time for legislators to discuss. They have already heard all of the community feedback. And they've taken that into account, and now they get it's their time to debate on those bills. So if there is some weird changes to the bill, how do people get their voices heard? This is a great question. You can definitely still get your voice heard. It's just not public. So in fact, this is a good time to reach out directly to your legislators, your own legislators. They like to tell your stories when they're speaking on the floor. So it's kind of fun being featured on the floor in a legislator story. Um, so don't stop reaching out to them and how certain policies and especially how those amendments, those changes would affect, you know, your life. But if the bill gets passed off the floor, then it's going to the other body's policy committee next. So you can already start talking to the legislators in those committees so they have an idea of what is coming. How do we know which committee it's going to go to after the floor? Well, it's not always this way, but the bill usually goes to the matching committee. So if it started off in Senate Health and Long-Term Care, then it'll probably go to House Health Care after that. You can find the list of those legislators on the website that are in each committee. Okay, well, that's good to know. Um, Okay, switching topics now. Do you have an update on those initiatives that Amy Brackenberry talked to us about? Yeah, I think in the second week of our podcast, we had Amy Brackenberry, our our lobbyist, come speak to us about the citizens' initiatives. These are really important because, you know, we weren't exactly sure if they would take up all the time during session. Um, But now it's a little bit more clear what's going to happen with these initiatives. So it sounds like they are going to let those initiatives go straight to the ballot. And instead of debating and proposing alternatives to the initiatives, which would also go on the ballots and be kind of confusing, like there could be multiple options for how people should vote on these things. They're going to do a public education campaign after session is up. So um, that there's really only one option on the ballot and it's less confusing because ballots can be pretty confusing. Yeah. So the initiatives, one thing that's important for everybody to know here is like how this could impact the 2025 session next year, because those initiatives, especially two of them, the one that would abolish the capital gains tax and also one that would abolish the climate commitment act those two are actually bringing the state in a lot of money already and 
that money has already been dedicated. So the things that we're talking about right now, that all these bills that just pass out of fiscal committee, a lot of them are already being paid for with those two pots of money. So if they are abolished by the voters, then we have to come back and rewrite the whole budget. We have to come back with a lot less money and say, okay, well, these things are going to get scrapped because we can't afford them anymore, right? So it is really important to pay attention to what's going on. Also, our um, public health money is pretty protected right now. But if this giant pot of money in both of those accounts, the capital gains and the um, Climate Commitment Act, if both of those are gone, then, you know, our money's not as secure. So it's something for us to pay attention to for sure. And um, just be vigilant after session. Um, As a public health association, we do plan to address this and talk about the health impacts of what it would mean if voters voted those two things down. Yeah, it sounds like it's, this is why it's very important to stay involved and stay up to date mm-hmm. on what's going on. Yeah, for sure. Yes, definitely. Well, it sounds like that's all the time we have for today. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening to the public health is essential podcast by the Washington state public health association. We're so glad you're here and we will see you next Tuesday. Yeah, see you then.